days of christmas an advent podcast where we look into a christmas movie or special every day until december 25th i'm patricia and i'm here with my sister curling hello everyone today we're going to be taking a look into a miser brothers christmas a 2008 uh, tv film that is based off of the rankin bass special the year without a santa claus so Taking place shortly after the events of the year without a Santa Claus, we have the Miser Brothers attending a family reunion with Mother Nature, meeting up with their siblings, the North Wind, Earthquake, Thunder, Lightning, and the Tides. North Wind wants to become the new Santa and get all the attention for delivering the the toys for the girls and boys, and essentially get rid of Santa so that he can be able to succeed in this. And the Snow Miser and Heat Miser are put into the blame when Santa's sleigh crashes down into their territory. He throws out his back. The Snow Miser and the Heat Miser are making the toys and they're constantly fighting with each other. And pretty much it is up to them to make sure that the toys are all completed and delivered in time for the holidays. And of course, Northwind tries to get into the way with convincing Santa that he should be able to deliver the toys because the misers are not getting along with each other. And that gives him another opportunity to trap him in an infinite vortex so that he can be able to take over the North Pole and become the new Santa. This was like after the Rankin-Bass company had shut down. A lot of the actors had since passed away with the exception of two. Mickey Rooney, who played as Santa, and George S. Irving, who played as the Heat Miser. So... Uh, looking into this, and this since um, one of our listeners did request this because this was a favorite Christmas special of theirs, especially with the Miser Brothers, and because the Miser Brothers became so popular in the year without a Santa Claus, they got their own spin-off sequel. So what did we think of this special? Let's talk about what we liked about it. Mm-hmm. I like the storyline between the Miser Brothers. The animation's okay. It's different. Yeah, I guess it makes it's a like lot of cross between what we know today mm-hmm. and what we know of the Christmas specials. Yeah, it definitely it does take... have like an evolution of of the original. Yeah, it, it does take a lot of inspirations from the style and look of the Rankin Bass mm-hmm. specials, but they put in their own unique spin into it. I heard you mention that it took. 40 years? Well, I mean, it, yeah, I mean... Not 40 years of them working on no, it, No, no, right? of course oh, not, but... I was say, my goodness. <laughs> that would be a long time. But no, this t- uh, this movie, this TV special came out over 40 years after The Year Without a Santa mm. Claus. What are the things that you like about it? All right, well, I did like the animation style. It was nice. It was trying to make a major callback over to the Rankin-Bass style, but do it in their own unique way. 
I also did enjoy the relationship with the Miser Brothers. I mean, at first they were fighting with each other mm-hmm. and they eventually start getting along with each other when they're able to put aside their differences. I also did enjoy that they were able to do their very best to help out Santa and knowing about where they got their arguments and fights from in the first place due to a simple misunderstanding. The snow miser got burned off from the fireplace and then heat miser got cooled off from an open window. They thought that one another didn't so they just constantly fought ever since and they did a whole bunch of pranks with each other. When they learned about that this was a misunderstanding they tried to get along with each other which I thought was really nice. And uh, I think that another thing I really did like about it was the overall ending about like the spirit of getting along and working together so that they can be able to save Christmas. Uh, Let's talk about the things that we didn't like about it. And let's just say there are several of them. I didn't like the music. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the music either. The original The Year Without a Santa Claus had some pretty solid music. Mm. You had the song The Year Without a Santa Claus. You had I Believe in Santa Claus. You even have, of course, the Miser Brothers song, which they did reenact again. Yeah, which that's probably the best song that they have in the... Yeah, it was the best song in this, but at the same time, you expect it to be the best song because it's a classic. And I think that the North Wind, I think his stuff is, like, too sadistic. He wanted to essentially get rid of Santa by killing him Mm -hmm. just so that he can be able to, what, be the new Santa so that he can be praised by all the girls and boys by giving away all the toys and gifts. It's like, that's a lot of responsibility, but at the same time, like, dude, you're willing to kill Santa just so that you can stroke your ego. No. Just no. Yeah, it's very dark. Yeah, just way too dark. And I guess then another thing that I didn't really like too much about it is just that I felt like the story was just a bit too basic. Mm. Like the original The Year Without a Santa Claus, it was an interesting premise. It was about Santa not feeling appreciative of all the stuff that he's done. He's sick in bed and he just wants to take the day off so that he can be able to relax. And how would people's reactions of it would be? And all of this is, and then this story is just like Santa threw out his back. The Miser Brothers need to be able to save Christmas. And then it turns out that it was the North Wind who was responsible for it. It just seems kind of weak in comparison. Mm. Um, yeah, it's okay to me. I don't, I, I don't mind so much the story. I think it's okay. I mean, but you have to understand that this is like one of the quintessential Rankin-Bass Christmas specials that people tune into every single year. This is a Christmas staple. So if you're going to have a sequel to a Christmas classic come out almost 45 years after the original, Mm. you're going to have a high standard. It needs to be wow. Exactly. It has to have a high... wow factor. Yeah, exactly. You need to have that wow factor. You need to be able to live up to that really high standard. And yeah, it ju- and if that's the case, then yeah, it definitely falls short. It does. It falls short in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. I did like that they were able to bring back Mickey Rooney and George C. Irving to reprise their roles 44 years after the original. That was really awesome of them. And I also did enjoy the fact that they were able to somewhat recreate the original um, stop-motion stylings of Rankin-Bass. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like that wasn't enough. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just don't really have too much to say about this. Unlike the last podcast where we talked almost 40 minutes about Love Actually. But yeah, this one, even though that it's 45 minutes, my summary is pretty short. I think it, it does pretty... I think I enjoyed it well enough. I'm grateful that it was short because um, 
like you're saying, it's it's really simple. Yeah. And so because the storyline is simple and and the the, sh- the timing of it is short, it's it's enjoyable. Sure. I think that like if you're looking for like what you're saying for it to stack up to expectations, then of course I can see how it falls short of that. Yeah. But if you're just looking for something that's cute and enjoyable and like a nice Christmas movie, I, I would I would recommend it. Okay then. So I guess we can go over to our viewing. So we would see it every year, every few years, or once and never again. For me, it's not a never again, <laughs> but not every few years. It would, it's probably something I would watch a while down the road. <laughs> I don't feel like this is a go-to for me. I just think maybe like one or two, and then I'm pretty much done. Yeah, I would think, I don't, I don't know specifically how far. But definitely not every one or two years. Like, maybe a long, long time from now. Yeah. All right, let's rate it in Santa's. I would rate it... Man, this is kind of tough because... I mean, it's fine on its own merits, but because it's a sequel... Like a 2.2. I would just give it maybe a 1.5 or a 2. Because remember, as I mentioned in the last discussion, The Year Without a Santa Claus is my favorite Rankin-Bass Christmas special. So if you're going to have a sequel to that, you need to be just as good. So I was pretty disappointed with this one. So I'm going to give it like either a 1.5 or a 2. Wow. Okay. All right. So that is our discussion of A Miser Brothers Christmas. Let us know in the comments if you agree or disagree with our statements. Uh, Give this video a like and uh, share with with your friends and subscribe over to the YouTube channel. We've been getting a lot of uh, viewers coming in, a lot of new subscribers uh, coming in, and I really do appreciate that. We're pretty close to hitting about 11,400 subscribers, which is awesome. So thank you so much for that. And also let us know about any Christmas movies or specials you want to check out. I don't think that we'll be able to get to every single one of your requests, but please let us know in the comments below. If you're listening in and you're not a subscriber, go ahead and give that subscribe button a little love and enjoy some of the content we'll be sharing this uh, season. Yeah, absolutely. We have a lot more to uh, to uh, we have a lot more to bring into all of you guys, especially during the last bits of Christmas and in the new year. So stick around for that. All right, so until then, everybody, we will see you tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye, everyone. Gaze upon the sky Christmas on my mind Somewhere from a place up There's a song of love Traveling afar Seeking us to warm up air